Everyone, welcome to episode 40 of Big Slumpin'. I'm Scott Morgan, joined here with Trevor and Josh, as always. Um, how are you fellas doing today? What's up, big man? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Scott? Good. Trevor, I heard you uh, You saw a movie recently. Do you want to you share your thoughts? Yeah, so not a movie podcast, sports podcast, but We're I, uh, I just saw Fast 9 this week in possibly one of the biggest theaters I've ever been in. I went to a AMC here in Kansas City, and a little fun fact, AMC is actually headquartered out of Kansas City, so I'm assuming that's why the theater was so intense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw Fast 9. I'm a big, I like, I love the Fast and Furious movies. I thought 8 was a little disappointing, but aside from that, I usually enjoy them all. I even enjoy parts of 8, but yeah, Fast 9 is good, good fun. A lot of, like, just ridiculous things. There's a scene where, like... They catch one of the characters with, oh, like, a car that's pushed by another car. And it just... <laughs> there's some ridiculous stuff that happens, but it's great. I think John Cena fits in really well, even though he looks... You know, he's, it's, he's supposed to be Vin, <laughs> Vin Diesel's brother, uh, Dominic Toretto. So, yeah, that that's a bit weird to get around, but I think it, it works. And, I don't know, if you're into Fast and Furious, go see it. If you think the movies have gotten away from the first one, which absolutely they have, then you don't want to see it, then don't see it. So, Trevor, I got a question for you. Know. Yes. You said it's the Fast uh, the, the, uh, Fast 9. Fast 9, the, the Fast Saga, I think, is where, the full title. Where, how would you rank it speed-wise to the other Fast movies? Okay. Is it faster than um, the other 8? Is it the fastest one we... yet? Or is it... No, 8 is not... 8 is definitely, like, near the bottom. Yeah, 8, I, eight is slow. 8 is slow is what you're saying. Yeah. Um, am, I am I including... Am I including... Yeah, Hobson. You're Shaw. including whatever you want to do in the same. I've not seen any of these movies. I've not seen. Okay, a so I'm going to include it just because it's it is in the universe. I love that movie, so that's definitely faster than nine. Um, I'd say this one is slightly less fast than seven. Faster than six. I think Josh so, wants like a, a speed so the, limit. Like, is this like you're going 40 on the highway, or is yeah, this where like we're doing in the speed? Where's the speed? No, at? okay, this one's like a solid, I'd say 80 miles an hour. Like, Ooh. you're you're cruising at a nice speed, and like you're not really like gonna at risk of getting pulled over too much, but you're gonna get where you're going pretty fast. So, love to hear it, Trevor. Good on the speed. Yeah, I got I got a hot take. And I'll, I'll drop. We can we can drop this friend's name. Oh. Um, yeah, I know I know it. we we try to keep some friends secret. But uh, Evan and I have a hot take that I think Hobbs and Shaw is the best Fast and Furious movie, mainly because it, it it's not as Fast and Furious as some of the other movies. But um, yeah, till the ending, that ending has a couple scenes that you're just like, really? But, yeah, Josh, I think you also started a, a new job this past week. How's that been going? It's definitely a job. Out of all the jobs I've had, it's definitely one of them. I just I gotta interject here on the, the Fast and Furious thing. I agree. <laughs> I think it could be the best Fast and Furious movie, but it's definitely like I'd say top four for yeah, me. Isn't it weird that that a, a spinoff kind of like part of the saga, but not really focusing on on the um and that stuff is is one of the top Fast and Furious movies. I think that's interesting. So I really I think the reason for that is they've done a great job of including big names from other franchises like they bring in the rock they bring in jason statham and those two characters just absolutely carry that movie then they bring in idris elba yeah. who's you know a what great that villain you know what that reminds me of how uh, a spinoff for a different franchise is the best movie in the franchise do, do, do you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm gonna say this isn't a star wars thing or is it bumblebee no, it, bumblebee is the best transformers i was gonna say transformers is the best but no. i haven't seen bumblebee that's yet, why you're so saying that you haven't seen bumblebee bumblebee is a great film not great for transformers not great for transformers uh you know uh but just great in general it's a great film watch bumblebee i i do uh, like the first one a lot though <laughs> i haven't seen all the transformers so I, I i can't comment on that that uh that take but i'll take your word for it josh but let's get a. Uh... Oh, you guys want to talk about it. sports? We should probably talk about sports now talk that we're a couple minutes some, in. Some sports things that are um, happening. A lot of scene by scene breakdown of right now. So we got we got Stanley Cup starting up uh, pretty soon, and then we also have NBA's going into conference finals. But let's uh, let's start with Josh's topic oh, to begin us off. All right. Well, my topic is terrible for podcast sake because it's all uh, visual. And so if you're listening to this, uh, it's not going to be good. You got to have to use your Google machine. Um, I want to talk about 
all-star jerseys from Nike since Nike has taken over baseball as well as uh, the NBA. Every, in my opinion, is every all-star jersey they have made in these two sports since taking over has been terrible. And uh, I'm a Nike guy. You guys, you guys both you know I'm a Nike. I worked there for two years. Uh, I love the I love the company. And I'm very biased towards it. But damn it, these jerseys suck. And so the the MLB ones came out for this year at uh, Colorado at Coors Field, but they're supposed to be for uh, Atlanta. And so the way Nike designs things, it takes them two years to design like anything. I don't know why that is, but it's very very slow methodical process for them. And so the jerseys came out. They're very much not Colorado based. They're not really Atlanta based either, but they're more Atlanta y than they are Colorado y. And so they're very ugly, both of them. They're, uh, they're like, I'm going to try to describe them. So the National Leagues are white, the American Leagues are navy blue. And what, Scott? Want to share your screen? That way we can show it on Twitch. Um, and then you can show uh, I can try. Can Slob pictures. sucks, but yeah. I can try. Hold on. I, uh, I, I just looked it up, and I saw the, I it was the home team. Um, it looked very like Cleveland Indian color with the blue and red and white there. Um, well, yeah. the Braves are navy blue and red, so. No, but it just doesn't look as much Braves as it does uh, Cleveland. The what, like the jerseys, the logo over the city, or is that the, supposed to be the city or the An team? Abbreviation, or, yeah. Yeah, it's just so weird. It is such a weird look. Like, Doing why? Too much. Okay, let's do it this way. All right, so uh, we're gonna just go through. Let's go through. Okay, here, here's this year's for. Uh, this is the. It, we can talk about the hats if you want, but the hats are not Nike. I'm talking about Nike, so. Uh, these are the National League ones. It's the Rockies, so it's their home home stadium. Like, okay, so there's navy blue in the in the lettering, and there's red for the Braves. So I mean, I understand not having time to you know do anything else because he moved it last second. Uh, let's do this one instead. But uh, come on, come on, it's gotta be it's gotta be purple. There has to be purple, and whatever's going on here, it's hard to read in the in the chest. And I don't, there's there there's an American flag on the sleeves for some reason to uh, you know move jerseys I guess and uh, the, the, that certain demographic loves that kind of shit and they even put the American flag on the Blue Jays one like that's terrible like that's so bad it's weird and uh, I, I, these ones are so unbelievably gross it's not it's not so, uh, not what you want it's not even it's not even a full button down it's just two buttons which is I know kind of okay and like the sleeves are we talking about like the sleeves here like what's going on with the floral print like what why why it's like- Oh, it's not camel. It's it floral. Really, oh, it's floral. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mesh. Okay, so do all. they? Are they playing the game in like Hawaii or like Florida? They're or playing Arizona? the game in Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. It is the yeah, very that, that first time. Make any sense? It's the very first time <laughs> in MLB history that the All Star jerseys are going to be worn during the game instead of the team's regular jerseys all mashed together, which sucks. Usually they wear the only to wear the, the the jersey during like home run derby and stuff, but this is the first yeah. time ever they're going to wear it during the actual game. It's gonna be such an and eyesore and sucks. They look terrible. They look really, really yeah. bad. It looks like I, I, it looks I like agree. someone. I I just want to say this. I, it looks like someone took like a picture for like and then like pasted two pictures into like a word document and they accidentally like overlapped with each other and then they printed it out and then noticed it but got too lazy to change it. And it's <laughs> like, like this is MLB's first All Star jersey because last year they didn't have the All Star game for obvious reasons. So if you mm-hmm. want to go back towards the the start of all this and go to the first NBA All-Star game, this one, just simple NBA? black and white right here. This was the first NBA All-Star game jersey with Nike oh, on yeah. it. And then next year, they added stars. <laughs> yeah. And then they uh, then I think we got to Chicago, and then Chicago was uh, – the best one possible. It's it's they're fine. Say, I think Chicago is the best one. They're fine. They're fine. I, I'd give them I'd give them a seven out of ten. They're fine. Um, right here. Yeah. Like, like I mean, they're you know they're fine. Like they're, they're, no one complained about these. Like these are these are you know these are good. These are good. These are the best ones they made in any of the two sports. They're, those are good. And then we got to uh, this current NBA season. Where are they? Oh, it was bad this year. It was bad colors, right? Wasn't it? Well, they're Pacer colors. No, it's yellow and black. Yeah. Despite being in Atlanta because it yellow moved again, yeah. so they they show Noah. But where is it? LeBron's wearing. Here's the, the yellow one. No, that's not it. Yeah. See, I told you this is gonna be terrible. Here it is. Bad for a uh, really really bad for a uh, podcast. Podcasting. But these are unbelievably gross. Like these are so yeah. bad, and I just I, I you know you gotta have to like you understand that like they didn't have time, but they should have time. Like they are a very large corporation. A ton of people working for it. They got all these factories. They could have fixed this. 
and this one right in particular and the, the all-star one is just really 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 bad and then um i sent you guys let me see if i can find it real quick wow, I, sent, I don't remember how bad these were but yeah these i'm looking at them now <laughs> these are terrible i sent I mean, you guys um, if you go into twitch um josh is sharing his screen you can kind of see it all there no i um, yeah it was i was yeah. i was looking at that but like it was on delay so i was, I was, I was just yeah. doing my own research I was gonna oh, say, I, I like thought it, I guess. Ones that were really bad about baseball this year is, uh, Trevor, your overlapping thing where they had, like, two pictures that just doesn't match up right is 100% right. Like, This looks bad. And there's, and like, the other team, things, too. The but... Tampa Bay where it just has, like, you know, you have the logo and then you have, like, the TBR. It just, like, you don't really see the logo well and you don't see the, the abbreviation well for the team. It just doesn't really work. And then you and hop then on uh, just... you hop on Twitter and you look. People are sharing their concepts that they designed very quickly. And you see this one. And this one is gorgeous this one is gorgeous and absolutely what it should have been like this seems so easy to do and yep simple like, but it's so it's, simple it's nine ten out of ten yeah yeah it's so good these have been iconic the only problem is like you tuck in baseball jerseys and so the mountain will be had to be raised a little bit higher to uh, make up for the tuck but other than that it's so adjustable yeah yeah other than that like this should have been it like someone just went and made this in photoshop and like who knows how long like, probably super quick but like this is um, these are awesome and if these were real i'd get one for sure it just it sucks what i was going to say too is, is so my one point was that the overlap and the lettering for what they did with baseball this year is really bad um but two i just feel like nike's playing it safe i think that that's the problem i see is that they you know all these jerseys are just plain there's nothing special there's nothing that makes you as a consumer go i want to have that you know zach levine all-star jersey like i'd rather just have a regular zach levine jersey and support him and then be like, that's a really cool all-star uniform, which it doesn't do it for me. If you're a big, you know, hobby fan, which I know you are, and he makes the all-star this year, and they had those rocky ones, and let's say hobby wins all-star MVP, hands down, we're getting that jersey. It wouldn't even to, matter if he won MVP. I'd get it. Regardless if he doesn't win MVP, it's a cool, and I might just be like, yo, hobby made an all-star. This is his fourth, fifth, whatever all-star it is. I want to get his all-star jersey because that's a sick uniform. You're going to do it. And... I just feel like Nike, they're, they're scared to make a move that some people might not like or, or they just don't want to be, like, too out there. So they keep doing these really safe, just, like, plain with the team's colors. The one the fan made is, is ten times better, and I, I would wear that. It's just, like, so we bring back Zach Levine. Um, that was his first All-Star game, and I don't you know, think people want to support. I, I, I would love a Zach Levine first All-Star jersey. I like him a lot, but that jersey is so goddamn ugly that it, it, it's, I'm not going to, like, all I have to do, you talk about playing it safe. They didn't play it safe because they went with banana peel and the blue. They went, they took a risk, and the risk, you know, and I can appreciate that, but it didn't pay off. I think the LMB one is just, it's, uh, you know, I think it, they, they, they screwed up because it was supposed to be Braves, and they, I don't know what focus groups they went in, but I don't know who those are for. Everyone's panning them. It's like a, a few weeks back, a few weeks back, uh, New Era, the hat company. We can talk about the hats too if you guys want. I'm mad about the hats as well. But um, they uh, released, like, some fashion hats that had, like, um, they, they took them down, so I can't show you guys. But it was just, like, the team logo where it normally goes on the hat. And then next to it was, like, the first three numbers of, like, um, phone numbers and, like, in the area. So, like, uh, we're Chicago-based. So, like, Chicago-based numbers usually have, like, 224-847. It'd be, like, that there. Except those two of them weren't there. It was, like, random. I don't know what it was. And then there was, like, a pizza on, like, the back. And then, like, a flight of W flag. And it said Chicago on, like, it was way overdone and way over, like, they, they put no thought into it. But somehow just stamped everything on there. They were... And then Twitter just roasted them. Twitter just absolutely just put them to shame. And so, yeah, it just it seems that, like, I, they had time to fix this. Like, and, you know, New Era took down and redid their terrible hats. Why can't Nike just, like, like I don't understand. Yeah, that, that's, I don't think I have anything else to add to that, Josh, but you, you put it perfectly. Thanks. Yeah, I definitely, I, I don't follow the, the uniforms as much as I can, but I, I like that, Josh, you do follow it so closely, so you can share that, like, fan-created uh, perfect one for Colorado that I would think all of us on the podcast but would buy a jersey from that. That Those are sick. Um, I did want to touch on the hat for just a second because I think the hat yeah, is even more of an egregious thing because of how obvious, how obvious it was. Um, let me see if I can get it real quick. Uh, All-star hats. There we go. And, oh, no, those are... Where are the new ones? Where are the new ones? Here they are. Okay. Uh, it's on Twitch again. All right. So here are the uh, 
all the hats for this year. Um, the uh, problem is, okay, so it's in Colorado. I thought it would have been so incredibly obvious, so absolutely incredibly obvious to style the crown and color block it so it looks like there's mountains on the top and break up the colors that way. And so, like, for the Rockies, for example, like, the top of the crown would be, like, it'd be jagged like a mountain, and then it'd be purple and black. And everyone would have that. And I think that'd be so cool. Just to have, like, the mountain on the hat and be super, like, identifiable. But, nope, instead we got red logos for some reason, even though Rockies aren't red, and a purple star behind it because I guess that's Rockies. But it's not, yeah, the purple and red is not good. The only one I like is the Blue Jays one because it's Raptors colors. <laughs> yeah, that's actually yeah. kind of cool. But other than I, that, I, these I all agree. suck. Just do, just do jagged rocks behind and then have, you know, for Rockies, that would be purple or whatever team you're doing, have it be their colors. You can do, like, different things behind. Like, if you wanted to have St. Louis, you can have a little arch. I don't know. It should be Rockies for everyone. Yeah, it would be uniform. But, like, it's, it should have been, like, jagged, like a mountain, and have, like, two colors break up on the top and bottom. It's, oh, man. It, been, it was. I thought it was so obvious, and this just disappoints me. But that's that's all I got, really. <laughs> Trevor, any final words on uh, hats or uniforms? Uh, I will not be purchasing an MLB All-Star jersey this year. I won't either. I agree. Trevor, why don't we uh, we go to your topic then? What do you have for us this week? I don't know. I just kind of got like a bunch of different things. <clears throat> um, I just sent you guys a video. I guess we'll start with uh, um, some College World Series stuff, even though I haven't been watching the College Ooh. World Series. I watched a couple so. games. I've couple, I watched a couple of the Vanderbilt games. I know Mississippi State is in the um, final. I'm not sure who the other team Vanderbilt. is. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt? Oh, right, because of NC State getting. It is bullshit. It's not their fault. Like, they they really just got screwed, pretty much. Feel bad for all you Wolfpack fans. I know there's plenty that listen to this podcast. Um, hey, you know, we got a North Carolina representative, so maybe Scott's maybe I literally Scott's live been... on campus of North Carolina State, pretty much. <laughs> uh, like, I, I, I went to a bar Monday. I was on the news at Wolfpack. Like, like me at a table, yeah. no red or, or any stuff. Like, they had our whole bars going crazy. Every pitch, people are cheering. I watched the game Friday, where they... They played with 14 guys against Vanderbilt, and of course Vanderbilt has two pitchers, one going projected to go five and one projected to go three overall. Um, they might just they go one and two. Three. They probably won't, but they might go one two. They might. They're amazing. Uh, Jack Leiter and uh, Kuma Rocker. Kumar? Yeah, yeah. He's. They're just. They're both unbelievable. And and our pitcher went three for three in the game. I was playing first base. Like like he, he. It's it's nuts, and it's honestly. So unfair. I woke up Saturday really excited to see North Carolina State try to scrap together a team and have a miraculous r- run again. And I find out that they, they canceled the game because they were able to play before because you know, they tested and they had enough players. But then they started testing players that were vaccinated, and some of them were popping up as, as you know negative tests. So that's why they're no longer able to put a roster together. Um, so it's really, it's really crappy, and I, I'm – Excited to talk to some coworkers who are big NC State fans, bigger than me because I'm obviously just moved out here. But I was cheering for them and watching the games. So it's it's really crappy the NCAA. I think they handled it horribly. Yeah, sorry, Trevor, to cut you off there. I cannot no, believe. No, I think it's important to talk something about horribly. that. There's no way you're telling me. They're telling me the NCAA handled something horribly. I cannot believe you. There's no way. No chance. Manfred making a wrong move. It's not possible. Right. But yeah, Scott, you put it perfectly. Nothing else to add there. NC State, you guys got screwed. Um, but I, I, um, what I saw come out of the College World Series was one of the most amazing interviews. They interviewed a Virginia reliever named uh, Stephen Shock. He's awesome. He is awesome. He, he is probably my favorite <laughs> college baseball player ever. <laughs> I, you know, granted, I don't have any other ones that are competing with him, but. He, he just seems like the most awesome dude. And, like, if you haven't seen this interview, it was put up by uh, NCA Baseball on Twitter. Uh, go check it out. He just – he talks about a bunch of different things. He gets to, You get to see how weird this guy is, but, like, in a good way. He's just, he's just really funny. He has, like, a fear of caves. He wanted to be a pirate growing up. And, like, he's a good reliever, too. Like, eh. and he, he gets really hey, – he's a good reliever. He's got some nice uh, – like, he's good in the sense, like, he doesn't really throw fast. Like, he's, he's, he's more – he's – Listen, he's just he's he's electric with the way he celebrates. That's what I mean by that. For sure. Like, absolutely. I just <laughs> And he just seems like a fun guy and He's actually know, older than all of us. Yes, he looks older than all of us. He was he's a year older than all of us and he uh he his his journey in like college is really 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 weird. 
He uh he pitched for Virginia from uh no sorry he pitched for Appalachian State in 2016 and then went to uh here we go then he went to Maryland in 2018 he took a full year off and moved to Maryland Baltimore County College and then he uh then he took another year off and pitched again for Maryland and then he pitched for Virginia in the past two years just a really really he only got a free year because of the because of the COVID. And so he got another year of eligibility, and that's how I was able to pitch this year. So I, he's just a really, really interesting story. He's obviously, like, a wonderful dude. Like, he seems just I, – I, yeah. I, in terms of, like, people who I'd want to get a beer with in sports, he's very much up yeah. there. It's and he, really like, cool really story. just seems to purely just love playing baseball. Like, he loves what he does. He punches himself in the head every time he, like, gets a – he finishes an inning or something like that. It's just, like, he, he's funny. He's he's really cool guy. Just check him out. One of the what, probably one of the better stories to come out of the College World Series this year. You know, with NC State kind of that news dragging it down. But yeah, go check out Stephen Shock. He's just electric factory. Seems like a really chill, cool guy. But I yeah, hope that someone gives was him a kind of the first thing. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be pretty cool because he he does seem to genuinely just love playing baseball. I want whoever wins the the College World Series now to have to play NC State in a best of three series. Went with like you no know, wait a month or so till they're all full and healthy and whatever. But I, I just think that'd be so cool, and, and it really is sad. Play like obviously I'm I'm a little down by it that, that they just kind of got eliminated that way, especially because they're unranked. They make this what? Cinderella run. Um, no one expected them to to be there, and and now you, one they they make it this far. They win the first game against Vanderbilt. They compete with 14 guys, only lose by two runs. You never know what would have happened, and it's just tough way to lose but it's it's definitely been fun to watch and it, it's cool that they do it in i think nebraska too just because obviously there's no professional teams they have this beautiful stadium um it, it's it's been cool to watch i've never really got into it like this now that i'm you know at nc state and it's just something to do on a monday and a friday just to do like the local bar with a bunch of other and like there's no place to sit in this bar you're just standing everyone's cheering it's, it's really cool to be in that environment college baseball is really really cool it's very different from uh any professional level um, because like these guys, like most of them aren't going to have a professional career. And so they're just playing to play baseball because they love playing baseball. And what comes with that is it's a lot more balls in play. It's a lot more action on the field. And the stakes are a lot higher because when you lose and your season's over as a senior, your baseball career is over. Like they are fighting to keep playing the sport that they love. And that's really wholesome and pure. And it's also really heartbreaking when your team loses and you see guys crying on the field knowing that like it's the last time they're going to wear a jersey. And that just that like it's college baseball. It's it's the it's the college sport. I think has the most room to grow. When people realize like how much fun it is and how entertaining it is with all the balls and playing stuff, it's just gonna skyrocket because you're not getting that MLB level. You're also not really getting that at any level above double A. So <laughs> very well said. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, and I do want to say, um, I thought it was really funny. So Monday they were doing so Al Light or Jack Lighter was pitching. Uh, great pitcher. Dad's Al Lighter. Uh, great MLB pitcher, long career for many teams, um, and they just kept showing when, you know, Jack, Jack was killing it, even though he lost the game 1-0. Um, he made one bad pitch the whole game. He just kept panning over to, like, Jack Leiter and then Al Leiter, and I was just thinking it would be so funny if, like, I was pitching on the other team, and, and you know, yes, you have, like, son and Hall of Fame, or, or really good famous father pitcher, and then you just have, like, Brad Morgan in the stands, and so, like, they show my dad just, like, drunk, like, falling asleep, and they're like, here's Scott's dad. As you can see, he had a lot different upbringing than, a, than an MLB pitcher. His his dad's an accountant. Um, <laughs> you know, like, just, like, I, I was just watching. I'm like, whoever dad, if you, if you had Eddie there, and then you had, you know, they kept showing uh, pictures of, of Al Leiter, and then you see your dad just, like, a, a big fan of sports, but obviously not, nothing to do with baseball. It's just, like, no, no one famous. Like, I think it'd be funny if they did that with whoever uh, was pitching for the other team. Yeah, they show Kumar's right. dad all the time. Uh, he was not a baseball player. I believe he's a. I believe he's a. His dad played football. I believe I could be mistaken, but his. Uh, that his might dad be was why they player. showed him. Yeah. yeah. Um, it could also just because they're such high prospects that. You know that they, they everyone knows they're going to go in the first round in, in a very high pick. So it's easier to show their family because you know, you know they're going to make it to the next level, but. Yeah, uh, Trevor, what other stuff do you want to talk about? Oh, I thought we were going to talk about who like who we're rooting for now. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, oh, I, definitely, definitely a Mississippi State. Uh, just, you know, it's not Vanderbilt's necessarily fault, but, like, I don't know, just just the way they got into the finals. Not, like, you know, I think I think Mississippi State's, for you know, the one for 
uh, that I'm going to be rooting for. Like you said, it's not their fault. I'm rooting hard for Vanderbilt. I have a uh, very good friend that goes there still, and I want her to be happy and enjoy it. And so I'm rooting for Vanderbilt because I would like to see yep. Kumar and Jack Fitch as much as possible. Those guys are like – it's like a historic rotation. Like that might be the best college rotation of all time. So Yeah, they're, they're unbelievable, and I totally agree. But the fact that they got in, and they very well could have beat NC State in the third game even if they were healthy – I can't cheer for them. I, I would I would feel so like slighted if, if Vanderbilt wins just because yes, it's not their fault that they got this path. It's the NCAA. I forgot which player tweeted it, but the, uh, one of their players said they would much rather have played and then figured it out themselves and do it this way. They all feel bad about it, but you know what are they supposed to yeah, do? It, Vanderbilt has done nothing wrong. Like no one blames them. It, it's it's just they're a victim of the circumstance. That's really all it is. Yep. So. Unless you guys have anything else, I'm just going to move on to another thing before I get into basketball. Uh, one, one, one final comment. Wolfpack, this thing, one of the best college things you like. You know, obviously you have like Texas, Hook'em Horns. You have, this is one of got to be like a top three. Like the fact that, you know, you go Wolfpack. I don't know. Just yeah. saying. Hey, go Hawks. It's a cool hand sign. It, it's a cool it, hand I mean, sign. Yeah, it's easy. It looks like a wolf. It's not hard to throw. People are going, Wolfpack. Yeah. Great, great stuff. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, moving on. College World Series. Go check it out. It's great. You know, it's great baseball. It's not necessarily the same level as professional, but honestly, it's it's very different. Like Josh said, you got the metal bats. It's just it's fun. It's a fun sport. Um, I wish it did have more exposure. So uh, real quick, if you guys don't already follow uh, random college athletes, they put out great photos. Uh, they put out a guy a couple of days ago who looked exactly like jj watt but like kind of like if jj watt ate like mcdonald's every day and i just thought it was funny so like shout out that twitter account <laughs> that's pretty much the purpose of the segment um yeah so nba uh there's a bunch of things we could go into we could talk about that the sixers just like dying in like a puddle of their own blood and like ben simmons just being sacrificed at the end of end of the game by pretty much every player and staff member on the sixers <laughs> i want to talk about that that was wild because i've never yeah. seen in any sport a team completely throw their player under the bus so, ever let's let, before we get into that let's just talk about the game real quick like what you know the, what led up to that so the sixers and the hawks played in philadelphia game seven it was a defensive heavy game not you know i think it was the final score was like 100 and, yeah 103 to 50 uh, 56 to 96 and trey young was not good i mean he was good but like he didn't shoot very well you know everything else he was doing kind of fine but he shot like i think he made it was like five for 23 or something like that uh but yeah kevin herter at carried atlanta 27 points uh joel Embiid had 31 i mean it was a tough physical game close the whole way through but Again, like, I think it, th this game, it just felt like like Atlanta was the better team the whole time. And it just felt like every time Philadelphia would make a little run, like, Atlanta would just have an answer every single time. And, like, it was just a really impressive win. It, and it kind of shows, like, Atlanta's not, like, a fluke. They're in the conference finals for a reason. And, like, they were absolutely the better team than Philadelphia. Uh, granted, you know, Embiid was injured. Uh, I think, you know, we'll talk about it a little more later, but Ben Simmons clearly is dealing with something uh, mentally because he, he he was bad. Like, I mean, he, his defense was fine. He had 13 assists, but I think we talked about it a little bit with Rudy Gobert. When you're, you know, he, I don't think he's getting the money that Gobert is, but he's got, you know, he's got the first overall pick contract so he's making some decent money and he shot four times uh he didn't shoot at all in the fourth quarter and he shot he was two for four and had five points and he good? was plus one but yeah you, you when you're the starting point guard you know of the number one seed and you know i mean yeah the sixers they got tobias harris as a scoring option they got uh seth curry as a scoring option i mean you know let, let's be honest they're not number one guys ben simmons is supposed to be you know at least the beta on this team to joel Embiid, and he simply just didn't show up the whole series i mean we can go into his stats but he didn't shoot in the fourth quarter there was a picture that went viral of him standing under the basket with the ball no one was near him the closest person was trey young who i don't know about you guys but i would not say i'm as a six if as a six ten nba you know professional nba player i would be scared you know to lay up a ball 
when I'm under the rim and the only person there is Trey Young. I mean, I think that just goes to show Ben Simmons is clearly he's dealing with like he's he's got something going on like mentally where like he can't like he's just afraid to shoot. I mean, he shot four times in that game. He shot six times in game six. He shot four times in game five. He shot, you know, 10, 11 times in game three and four, but then three in game two. And then he was seven for seven in game one, but they still lost that game. Like he's, he's the starting point guard. And like, I, I don't know, like he's six ten. He should be able to do some of the stuff we're seeing Giannis do. He should be able to be more than like kind of the one dimensional player he is right now. He's just kind of like a defense guy that has some good passing and rebounding for a point guard. Cause he's six ten. but like he doesn't shoot. He doesn't drive into the lane. He always, I, I don't know. He's, He's, he's like the most broken player, I think, in the NBA right now. You're right. I think he doesn't have, like, the edge he needs to where when when he's that big and the only person in his way is is very young. I mean, put it, put it up. You can either one, you can, he's so athletic and big, I, he, can, he can dunk he, it. Worst from the worst, you're going to put it up. Trey he Young's should be doing that. You for the re, he's not going to beat you for the rebound. You're going to break back up with it anyways. I mean, he should. He should clip near the rim. So, yeah. I understand, like, nerves if he's, you know, three-point line, no one's around him. But if he's driving the hoop on anyone, I don't even care if it's a big man. He has a good look yep. at the rim. He's he 6'10". He's a big guy. He's so hard to the hole. You're going to get... Yep. I think it's, it, his his fear is Trey Young's going to whack him, and he's going to miss gonna have a shot. free throw line. Free throws where he's shooting 30%. Yep. That That's why I think he's not attacking. He's, like, it makes less sense for me to get one point, potentially... Or no points at the line, then give it to someone that might get two on this basket I assist on. It's yeah. But I think and he needs to find his edge. I think we're all cheering for him, Ashley. Like obviously we're we're hard on him. Media world, his own team, which like we've talked about, never really seen it like this before, where a team eliminating is not trying to be like you know we all got to take the blame. It, it's no one's yeah. saying that. It's all. So, so let's not. talk about that. Let's talk about that right now. Uh, the just the aftermath of that game. Like Josh, it seemed like you had stuff to say. Um. Yeah, I mean, okay. So Doc Rivers has a, you know a uh, penchant for losing games like this. Like he loses them all the time. And usually, like in those post game conference conferences, he's usually like talking about himself, how he failed, or like the team as a whole failed. No, it was the reporter straight up asked him, "Is Ben Simmons a championship winning point guard?" And he goes, "I don't know." And, and, goes, and you know, know what? I, I, res- I like. Yes, that's probably what he's thinking. But man, that what a like, what a that that is. It does not get any worse of a look than that. I mean, that's that's Garrett Cole not answering if he uses spider tech bad. Like that is huge. I mean, he's your starting point guard, and you're the coach, and you can't back up your players. And, I, and that clearly showed. Like that clearly showed on the court that they didn't have confidence in him. He was literally benched at the end of the game because they were so afraid that he would have to take free throws because they'd hack a Simmons. I mean, and Scott, you said it right. He, he's too afraid to shoot because he's not going to be able to make those free throws. But you know what? You, you know who else was another player who was having trouble with that same thing? Giannis. Giannis, he doesn't play necessarily straight-up point guard, but he'll definitely handle the ball coming down the floor a, a lot, you know, comparable to Simmons. He drives in the lane, comparable to Simmons, and will kick it out if he has to. And he still goes up, and he'll get hacked. He'll try to make a bucket. They're both big guys. They're both bad shooters. But God is still, like, he'll go in. He'll try to get his buckets. He'll make tough shots. Like, Simmons, if he's not shooting, he's not going to make any shots. Let, you know, <laughs> I know he's so afraid of missing. So you're putting the team in foul trouble, especially if you're having Trey Young on you. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he's not going to be fouling you, and you're going to get good looks or putbacks. Or he is fouling you. You're getting Trey Young out of the game. That's great. Yeah, like, ultimately... I mean, you're going to be taking those free throws, and you're going to make some. Like, he, he's still a professional NBA player, and he's not a career 30% free throw shooter. You know, Giannis takes free throws, and he's not good at them, but he'll <laughs> still make some, some. Some games, he'll have a decent free throw shooting game. And those games, they can win. This was a seven-game series, and they need, you know, maybe one of those games they'll win if he drives in the lane some more and takes some more free throws. I mean, that's just... My biggest point is, like, this, like, you know, it's the playoffs. Like, this is when, like, the alphas come out, and it's like, who wants it more? Like, who wants mm-hmm. it more? And Ben Simmons yep. did not seem to want it at all, let alone more. No. and I, I, don't, know I, I, think, I, don't, I don't know if it's a thing that he doesn't want it. Like, I think, I think the team didn't have confidence in him. I, I think, think there are people – sorry, Scott, go ahead. I wasn't say I think he's just playing scared. I don't think it's him, like, an effort level or him not wanting to win. I think it's him – nervous of his abilities well if you want it enough it will overcome the fear if you want it enough it will overcome the fear 
Yeah, and I think I think on the Sixers staff too. I think there were people that were just telling him not to drive into the lane because the free throw shooting had gotten that bad. And I think there are people telling him not to shoot. I think that there were other voices maybe at work here, unless he really is that you know he's got so much going on in his head where he can't overcome his own challenges. Or like I I do feel like that there has to be someone outside that's not out, but like outside of his head, like just giving him you know this this bad advice or something like because like he i mean there are so many moments during the game where i mean you just don't see a professional nba player like pass up opportunities like he gets like he's he's a 610 super athletic he's got a great you know head for the game he knows where like passing lanes are he knows like a like good cutting he he can shoot He's clearly, you know, something mentally. I do think, I and I think some, you know, I think people on the staff might be involved in like just like his his style of play during the series. But it was absolutely wild to see the, you know, Joel Embiid had a moment. He he said that like the moment they lost the game was when they had an open shot. He's talking about the shot where uh, Ben Simmons didn't take the layup under the basket, and they ended up with like one free throw made. It just, yeah, I mean, if you're like that, that's a, that's like backbreaking. Like and he's just see- one. He's not wrong. Not wrong at all. I got a question. Do we think that Ben Simmons will be no. a 76er next year? No. 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 No, I think I think it's an obvious I, it's got to be. It's both I don't think he should up. want to be a 76er. I think he should want to go somewhere else because Prove the them. team clearly doesn't believe in him. I mean, they've I I don't care if they say sorry like but the stuff that they said about him after the game, that's not forgivable. Like so, what's a good fit for him? Uh, you know, a team where without a star where he can just like ball out without pressure. I think like the Spurs would be a good fit for him right now. I think a team like uh, yeah, the he Spurs. needs a coach that believes in him. I don't think Doc Rivers really ever had the confidence in him, which you know I, I don't know how that dynamic ends up ended up working out. But it's clear that he doesn't have his own confidence, and people in his camp really weren't giving him confidence. Like. I think I just he needs somewhere like I think he just needs to get his confidence back. Like he needs to be able to play, or you know maybe not around another superstar like Josh is saying. Just I don't know where that is, but I think putting him on a team with another like Embiid style, like where he controls the game and is like the guy. Like I think that would be a mistake. I think the Spurs seems like the most career. obvious one to me. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think Pop will also be. He's a great coach for anyone, but I think he could really help. Ben Simmons reaches his his max abilities, um, and and get over that mental gap there. Yep. All right. Anything else, Trevor? No, that's it for that series. Uh, just kind of closing that one up. We could talk a little bit about the current series because, like, uh, I think, yeah. So, yeah, we could talk. So, Clippers Suns, pretty good series. Uh, Clippers are playing every game tough, which. I don't know. I kind of expected them to. I know some people are surprised, but after watching the way they played in that Jazz series, I knew that they would be a tough out, even against the Suns, who are playing really well and have Chris Paul back. Uh, but yeah, every game's been really close. Uh, the Clippers almost had a huge comeback last night. They were down by like I think they scored like 30 points in the first half, and then they scored 30 in like the third quarter alone, and outscored the Suns by like 15 or something like that in that quarter. It was it was pretty nuts. But that's a good series. I mean, Paul George isn't playing, like, shooting pretty great, but he's, I think he's playing pretty well. I, I think people who are, like, getting on him still about, like, just Pandemic P, like, not showing up in the playoffs. Like, he did have those two missed free throws that led to the insane finish in game two with the DeAndre Ayton dunk. That was And he missed awesome. some more last night. <laughs> yeah, but, like, everybody was missing shots. So, like, last night was, like, a, a really, like, defensive-heavy game, I think, we're seeing a lot of these teams late in the playoffs that the defense is winning. You look at the Bucks; that's how they won a lot of games against the Nets. You look at the Hawks, and they played great defense in that last game against the Sixers. You, you, you know, you're looking at this series, and it's great defense every night. A lot of bad shooting too, but <laughs> I mean, we've had like two two games now that I remember, like where the scores final score was like 80 to 80 something, like. <laughs> That's insane it's in this not, year's it's NBA. Not modern, yeah, it's not modern basketball at all. Which and, and it's still entertaining. Like it's not bad basketball. Like I know that there's some bad shooting, especially Paul George's and Devin Booker have had some bad shooting nights lately. But it's still fun to watch and great series. Um, I don't know. I don't really have much to say about like Clippers Suns. 
Suns um, are gonna do it, man. And then, they're good. So I think the Suns are might be the best team left. They're good. I mean, I, Milwaukee's really good. I want to see more. I want to see Milwaukee tonight, and I want to see. Yeah, like I, I want to see how Milwaukee does on the road, basically. Milwaukee and, needs to. Is it one one or is it? So it's one one. Atlanta had that game where they just came out, punched Milwaukee in the mouth, and really just led the whole time. But uh, then. They came out last night, and Milwaukee clearly took that game personally and proceeded to win by 34. So is that good? We'll, we'll is that see what you what want happens. to do? Is it good to yes. win by 34? It is very good to do that. Um, but a, you know, a win by 34 and a win by one is still a win. So I thought I think I think seeing how Milwaukee does tonight really will kind of set. If they can if they can drub Atlanta again, I think Phoenix might be in trouble. But right now, I do think that Phoenix was able to pull off the win last night. Even without like, um, I think I, did campaign play last night. I don't think he did. That's crazy too. Uh, Can we talk about that for a second. That he is a, such a vital role on a championship caliber team. Like that's crazy to me. He did play. He did play. Just he had think, five points. He didn't Paul do a lot. Chris has has been amazing. I mean, he made Jay Gilgis Alexander really break out last year, and then campaign when 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 Chris Paul goes down steps up, and I think. Yes, that is all these players have some talent, but I think Chris Paul also helps. It's just a player coach, help them understand the game to a level they might have not understood before. And it really helps them get the max out of their scoring ability as well as their passing ability greatly improves. Just their ability to help out the game. Yep. So, yeah, campaigns rise is unprecedented. And it's, I mean, he's been really entertaining to watch. He had 29 points in game one. I think he had like eight assists or something like that. But, yeah, he's, yeah. it's crazy. Who would have thought 2021 we'd be talking about campaign like this and a conference championship? I will say, um, I think conference it's really finals, cool. I, guess. I will say it's really cool the four teams that are left. I mean, you think about it, you got Bucks, Hawks, Clippers, and Suns. Like, teams haven't won in, in a while or ever. So, as well as the players on their team, most of them, like, obviously, if Clippers win, Paul George has never won. Um, Kawhi has won a couple. Uh, if you go to the Suns, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and Booker would all be very new. To, to, they've never won, and they are yep. such awesome players to watch. You go to the Bucks. Giannis has been trying for the past couple of years, really getting, losing it at the end, never making it to the final. So if they advance, that'd be a really cool story for that whole franchise. Um, Middleton, Drew Holiday, too. Uh, and then if you go to the Hawks, the ones no one expected to be here, and, and Trey Young, Young, but just killing everyone with these insane shots and great dribble moves and then you add john collins and and maybe not as many veterans on the team that you're like whoa wait go good, good for them but still like a lot of new faces and new stars that'd be cool to see win i, I i'm just happy i don't want to say like as an anti-lebron but just as like a, a fan <laughs> of the nba like a lot of parody right now a lot of parody right warriors not the warriors it's not lebron it's something different there's no kevin durant you know I, I, i'm i'm so excited but I have nothing else to add. I also called the Nets wouldn't do it. I told, I said on the pod, I said a million times, the Nets would choke it away and not do it. So, call me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, we've talked about it a bunch. I think this year's playoffs are probably my favorite playoffs since 2015. And the fans being back has made it, like, even that much better. Just, yeah, check it out. I don't know. Like, if you, you, you've taken a couple of years off the NBA because of the Warriors and Kevin Durant, like, go, go check it out. Like, it's good it's good stuff right so we're about 45 minutes in should we just do trivia just get into that it might take five ten minutes -ish. well did you, if you didn't have a topic sure or did i miss your topic I mean, my topic was just to be hockey and see who you guys want to win it's it's montreal we, who we can try it real quick quick i just want to see yeah so montreal won the most stanley cups in, in league history at like 24 i want to say this mm -hmm. is their first stanley cup run since 93 and then you have tampa bay the defending champs who I think were a pretty big heavy favorite going into the the playoffs. Who they're now back to the finals after winning Game Seven versus uh, the Islanders. So now it's me Tampa versus Montreal. You guys lean either way there. Like are you, are you guys cheering for team? I feel like Montreal is more of an underdog, but they also have won 24 Stanley Cups. So what I understand, Scott, is that the Leafs and the Canadians have a rivalry, and so I am sure my father wants the Canadians to lose. And so I guess go lightning, sure, whatever. I don't know. A lot of a lot of Canadians are saying like they haven't won a cup. I think in it might be since '93 when when the Canadians last won. A lot of C Canadians just want the cup back in Canada. They don't necessarily care what team. So I know a lot of Maple Leafs are like, 
I'm cheering for for Canadians. I'm not sure who your dad's cheering for. I, I do know they have a pretty big rivalry, but um, either way, I think if Toronto or, or uh, Montreal would have won, I think that the other part might be happy about that. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, Tampa Bay, they won it last year, I think, right? Let me yeah. check that. Yeah. They won it last year, and, like, I don't know, Tampa Bay's, like, not like a hockey town. I know that, that they've been good, and their fans have been pretty you know, pretty good, like, recently. But I just, I don't know, Tampa Bay, it's Florida. Like, I think Canada deserves a Stanley Cup. So. I think Canada would be cool because no one expected them to get out of the first round. They were down 3-1. They yep. come back, win that. Against the Leafs of all then, teams. Then they're like, okay, now they're going to play Vegas. Winnipeg. Or was it? No. Oh, yeah, then they beat Winnipeg. which In a sweep. Sweep. So they won seven straight. Or six. Yeah, seven straight. Then they go to, was it Vegas or was it Colorado? I think it was Vegas. Vegas, because Vegas beat Colorado in, I think, five games. So then they go to Vegas, and everyone's like, okay, like, they somehow had a miraculous run against the Maple Leafs, then they beat Winnipeg, which wasn't, like, the best opponent, and then they're like, okay, they're going to get Vegas goes seven? I don't think so. I think it went six. Then they're like, oh, they're going to get steamrolled by Vegas, and then they beat Vegas in six. Like, they don't even extend the series, and and everyone's like, whoa, is this team just better than we thought? Um, So I think that's, like, a really cool story. I also like a big or montreal had their goalies just stepped up so much carrie price has like been with the team forever and, and shea weber would be a really cool guy to get his name on the cup um just as like two veterans that never won yeah. um I think a lot of people's worries is that tampa last year kind of got to face dallas in the finals and just dominated that whole series and they're kind of worried that tampa bay is just going to dominate montreal and, and just be too much and it's gonna be like you know yes they they did well the whole postseason got to the cup but End result, you know, there's all these memes about like Bat or uh, Bane fighting Batman. Instead of having Batman, they like Photoshop like a random, really bad superhero just because it's like, I want the finals to be like this ultimate like boss fight, final ending, like really good series or just like good competitive play. And people just don't think that's going to happen with Montreal. So that's kind of my worry. But um, I don't know who I want. I think I want Montreal because they're the underdogs. I like it. I'm yeah. I'm gonna stick with Montreal as well. Josh has got uh, the Lightning, so we'll see how that series turns out. Sky, you want to do the trivia? Let's do trivia. So question will be for both of you. Um, opening day roster this year for ba- for uh, basketball. I got. Um, <laughs> so I got both guards and then the center. So the guards. Is this college one again? Guards, college at Kansas and Louisville. And the center played his college ball at Indiana. What team Ooh. is this? Is this, this this year? This year? This year, the starting lineup this season. Kansas. Guard played Kansas and Louisville. Wait. Guards. Oh, okay. And center Indiana. Tried to make it a little easier than last week. Give you guys, I think, one you could get. Okay, I think I have a guess. God, I don't know. Give you ten seconds. No, you give me more than that. Come on. That's not fair. Give you 25 seconds. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Uh... It's the Raptors. No. (laughs) I know you wouldn't give that. (laughs) The second he says Wichita State, it's over. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) if I said the Raptors, I wouldn't do FBV. Five seconds. All right, let's start. Three, two, one. Yes. Is it the Hornets? Hornets? on the board. Trevor takes a lead for, nice. for the first time in a while. Monte Graham, Monte Graham is Kansas. Kansas. I know he's Kansas, but I, I, I didn't know if he was the starting point guard. Because uh, Lamelo didn't. So yeah, they had Graham at point. They had or no, they had Graham as the shooting guard. They had Ro- Rozier as the point guard. I don't know. It, regardless, it's they're kind of they're both. guards. Yeah. So I had, to, I had to throw them both in because I couldn't specify like shooting guard, point guard. Yeah, um, and then Zeller's Indiana. Um, yeah, couldn't. That was the one I was thinking about. Like he seemed like an Indiana guy. <laughs> there's a couple Indiana guys in the league. All right, but like he just he looks like he went to Indiana. Trevor, I, I hope you get this because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Josh is without a doubt gonna get this. Um, when you. I wrote this question, I'm like I would get it, and it's baseball, and Josh will definitely get it. But Barry Bonds. It'll be opening day 2013. So what team is this? I'm gonna give you three different. Players, I'm gonna tell you where they batted in the lineup, and you're just gonna have to tell me the team. Opening day 2013. So, opening day 2013, okay. leadoff hitter Nick Markakis, oh, okay. right fielder. 
and then six hitter JJ Hardy shortstop. And then eight hitter <laughs> Steven Pierce DH. Yep, I know it. <laughs> Sorry, Trevor. You know yes. See, I I'm not going to know this, but I'll give you I... a hint, Trevor. I said eighth Steven Pierce DH, so that makes it half the league's eligible just because of DH. So. Okay. All right, Trevor. I'll, I'll just let wait for you when you're ready to guess. Josh, I'll have you answer afterwards. Okay. Was... A little, so, a little softball toss. A little... The uh, NL has DH, right? No. No? <laughs> nope. Okay. Good, good no start. more questions. I can't help you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> 2013. Nick Marcakis, JJ Hardy, and Steven Pierce. I haven't heard JJ Hardy's name in forever. <laughs> AJ Hardy played on three teams, but this is this is the one I think Josh obviously knew him on. Yeah, he's a pretty good player. He had a good little career. Right, Trevor, I'll give you ten more seconds. Okay. Okay. Um Yeah. Alright, I need your I need your team, Trevor. Oh. You need that, huh? Um <laughs> any team, man. AL. AL team. How about go with the the A's? All right, Josh, you want to give the right answer? Baltimore Orioles. It's the Orioles. They played the Rays in Opening Day 2013. Um, Nick Marquez right. only played for two teams. So if you knew Nick Marquez's career, you had a 50% chance. I'm sure. I just knew he played for a while, so I wasn't sure if he was on multiple. And then it was teams. he said DH, so it was only one team. So. Yep. Bada bing, bada bop, um, boop, pow. All right, Trevor. Is yours. What player led the NFL in rushing yards with 1,845 rushing yards in 2014? Jesus Christ, the Scott, NFC what the hell? East. The NFC East? What year? NFC East, 2014, 1845. Wait, 18? Total rushing yards he had was 1,845. Doesn't matter. He led the league. He's 2,845. I'm like, that doesn't. That's not possible. That's absurd. <laughs> um, yeah. So NFC East player led the league with 1,800 yards in 2014. Who's the NFC East player? Is it uh, Demarco Murray? Is that your answer or is that a question? <laughs> that's my. That's my answer. That's Trevor. It's Demarco Murray. Congrats. Mm, okay. All right, Trevor. Dude, I didn't even get a chance to answer. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have guessed him. I would have guessed LeSean McCoy or something. LeSean, oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. That's why I thought I thought Trevor might talk about LeSean a little bit. Um, Dude, like, okay, like, the thing with LeSean is he just always got hurt. Like, DeMarco Murray was fucking – he, he was really good. LeSean had a couple years where he was leading. Um, oh, he definitely like, did. Washington and Giants, I think Barber was past the prime at that point or retired. So The Giants um, would have had – What? Oh, God. Which AL West back? closer had 62 saves in 2008? Boston College. Are you guy. fucking kidding me? Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> what AL West closer had 62 saves in 2008? Oh, I think I might know this. K Rod. Gave you. Uh, what was that? K Rod. Let's go, Robert. Guess. Sir. I was right. Gave you. I thought those were fair because I gave you both the league. I gave Trevor NFC yeah, East. You, if you got to give division gave, in both ways. Gave Josh that too. Um, I'm like, I think Josh will know it's K-Rod just because it's kind of like an outlier. No, Scott, I think this is good because like all sports, I think scoring is, is, is good. People like scoring. All right, Trevor, <laughs> this is your question. It's the movie question again, supporting cast. God damn it. What I, sport I'm movie? so mad about draft I did sport. I did sport comedies, so yours are kind of similar here. Um... Her sports comedies. What supporting cast, Trevor? What movie was? I'm gonna give you guys a chance to steal if you don't get it right. Andre 3000, Woody Harrelson, and Will Arnett is the supporting oh. cast. Oh, is this um? Ask a question when you answer. This is not Jeopardy. Yeah. You can just say that. <laughs> what is? <laughs> right. So this is my question. I answer right. Is this uh, um? I just I only, the only sports movie I know that Woody Harrelson is in. Oh no, there's two. Oh, this is um. Oh my god. Oh shit. I know this. I know I can tell you everything about this movie. So the name. I guess the, ti- I guess the title. I guess. 
No, no, I know the movie. I should know this. Three way I, here. I, I, I can think about it. God, Supporting amazing. cast, Trevor. I know. I know. I know the movie. Oh my god, why can't I think about it? It's um. Fuck. I'll put a timer on this. Thirty seconds. It's fuck. Trevor, I don't know it, so it's fine. No, really I know, but this is, I need this. I know, I, this movie. I know this movie. Everyone knows this movie. Oh God, what is it called though? What's the name? Ten seconds. I can give you every bit of information about this movie except for the title. Um, I've. It's um. I have to buzz you, Trevor. You you took too long. Josh, it's you like... want to try to steal? Uh, I want Trevor to get it. He he needs this. He needs this. No, I can't. I can't think of it. He I know what this it. movie it's been, it's is. It's too long. I, I can't. It's almost been a minute. I know this movie. I know um, this movie. It's gosh, I can... again supporting cast: Andre three thousand, Woody Harrelson, Will Arnett. I'm so mad right now. And it's a sports movie. Obviously, it's a sports, sports podcast. I'm so mad. Uh. Will Arnett. What's that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know it. What's that movie? What's that movie? Two with... more seconds. What? I said I don't know it. I, I, I'm seconds. not. I don't know it. What's the movie with the the Rock and his daughter that play football? Is also like the. Fairy. It's a game, it's a game plan. plan. Game plan. Got it. Trevor, do you know it? Yeah, I um I don't know the title, but it's fucking Will Ferrell and he has the Flint Tropics. And oh, Woody it's Harrelson that one. Comes over. He's the old guy. Oh man. Oh. Do you know it now? It's uh Thunder whatever. Uh. Oh. No. Semi-pro. Semi-pro. Semi Thank you. Trevor, I thought that was such a gimme. I thought no, you knew it. You know the movies. You know the movie. Yeah. I knew it. I was worried that you were gonna start going once you're like, oh, there's two movies. I'm like, don't, don't say white men can't jump. He's too much of a. He's the main. I know he was, was like, yeah, Woody Harrelson, but he's he's lead. Right. And I was like, Josh, now it's your pro. movie. I'm so mad. Trevor, I'm so mad. You can still maybe steal this one. Oh, my God, you knew that one really well too. Okay, Josh, your movie. I should have had that. Supporting actors are. Chris Rock, Nelly, Michael Urban. Nelly? Nelly of, uh, it's getting hot in here fame? That Chris Nelly? Rock, Nelly, Michael oh. Urban. Uh, dude, I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, Trevor might get this one too, or he at least knows the movie. Just supporting actors, so not. Dude, the I'm main struggling character. with Chris Rock's sports movies. <laughs> I'm struggling with just like remembering who's in what movie. I'm not good at that. Uh. Sure, you definitely know this. Chris Rock, Nelly, Michael. Irvin. Okay, Nelly. Nelly lets me think about the time period. So now I'm stuck in the time period, and now I'm trying to figure out. Are we Can't still on sports the... comedies? Sports comedies. I can't give you the year. I don't I think you need to because you gave me Nelly. The first movie. Yeah. Uh. I had a I had a musician in the first movie too, actually. Andre 3000 for the first yeah. for semi pro. So, but that was even more fair too. Semi pro, fucking semi pro. Everybody love everybody. I only watch base. I'm so mad. I'm so mad at myself right now. Major I'm League Three. Head. I'm not gonna win this. <laughs> Major League Three What's is my answer. Major League Three. Uh, I don't know this movie, so I'm going to guess. Uh, um, how about Nelly Michael? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just gonna pass. I don't know. I don't have a movie okay. in my head. The main character. None of you get a point for this. Main character, Adam Sandler. Oh, it's an Adam Sandler movie? Could have probably put Burt Reynolds in here, too, for supporting. Wait. Oh, this is... This is, uh... This is Thousand... Uh, the Thousand Yard... Fuck, Longest, Longest Yard. Long, Longest Yard. Nope, never gonna get that. <laughs> I don't like Adam in your head right now. I don't know. I can't... I can't think right now. I don't like Adam Sandler yeah, movies. that should have been a dead giveaway. Alright, oh. so now we have final questions. Trevor, this is yours. Uh, let's have Josh go first. Ask your question. What team is Jamichael Green on? Is that a footballer? No. <laughs> That's a basketballer? I know. God damn it. 
this was 2016, I wouldn't be able to give you the answer. Can you give me the sport? Basketball. Thank you. Yay. What team is Jamichael Green on? Dude, I don't know who this player is. Um, Jamichael Green. Can you give me years in the league? One sec. He was drafted, and he's playing till present day. He was drafted in... 2012. Did okay. you get this from the, uh, the 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 NBA on TNT segment? Uh, this one, like the idea of it. This this is the NBA. From, kinda got it from there, but I got it from the dozen. Oh, because like the NBA on TNT does does this with I got uh, it. Charles Barkley. I got an answer. Specifically with basketball, I like doing it with different sports as well. Trevor, do you know the answer? Uh, I know he was on the Grizzlies at one point, probably in 2016. So he's not on the Grizzlies probably now. Okay, well, I got to um, guess. It wasn't the Grizzlies, so that, that's fine. Oh, I thought you guessed already. What is your answer? <laughs> I'm going to go with the Pelicans. He plays for the Pelicans. Okay, and since you're wrong, Trevor, do you want to try to steal? Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I do. I don't know what he'd be on, though. He'd probably be on a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like... Is not gonna pay a lot for a veteran. That's why I said like, Pelicans. <laughs> I feel like the Pelicans don't have any space. Like they just have because they gave players. it all to Michael Green. <laughs> um, is I don't know. Is he on the? What is he? he Jamichael Green. Like he's kind of like good rebounding, like paint guy, hustle guy. I think he gets steals. I don't know. I'm gonna go with. I'm. Um. How about. Uh, the. <laughs> the Myrtle Beach he, Pelicans. Does he play for the Magic? Nope. Do I well, go again? Uh, Do we go again? Cause we're tired. We just keep going until we find it. I have a question for Trevor too. We could keep going, but then if you guys tie in the next one. Um. That we're, we're just tied. So I think, I think the question you just give the answer now. This one I'm just gonna give you the answer. Denver, Denver Nuggets. Mm. Denver Nuggets. Oh no, I did know that. I should have known that at least. Right. And now this is the winning question. Uh, Trevor, this is your player, so you get to go first. The team is Justice Winslow on. Wait. He's on the Grizzlies, Scott. Wait. Oh no, he's. Oh, he gave. Oh, oh, oh. That's an answer. That's an answer. I didn't say final answer. No, I don't say final answer. What do you mean? <laughs> and that was the first time you said. I think is he on the Grizzlies. Like you didn't say that. You just said he's on the Grizzlies. And you said Scott. You were so sure of yourself. No, we're moving on. Josh, you think I take that? No, absolutely not. Wait. So you don't take it? <laughs> Josh, Josh, you want me to score it? If he's right, score it. That's his answer. That, that was yeah, his right. answer. Score. He said, right, score it. Take it. Whatever. Right. Trevor wins trivia. There we go. That's the, that's the right answer. Trevor is now three and five. No, uh, three and seven against Josh. Um, So not not the best record. Justice Josh. Winslow. This is when I, I wasn't I, sure. I, I, almost did, I almost did Justice Winslow and Kyle Anderson. Both no, that's a great. Uh, what players are these guys on? And they both would have been the Memphis Grizzlies. Anderson would have been too obvious. Thought Justin Winslow might be obvious, but he's no. also a guy that's kind of went from like the Heat to he was with the Pistons a little. Like I don't know, he he's just kind of been a little bit. He disappeared. He disappeared. No. He. I was thinking to myself the other day, like, what happened to Justice Winslow? Because like he was decent on the Heat, but like he couldn't shoot. And then I remember seeing an article like a week later, like questions that the Grizzlies have to answer. And the first thing was like Justice Winslow's contract, and that's how I knew that. So I almost did a. What team is Langston Galloway on? I'm like, I don't know if they'll Ooh. get this. Is oh, he on the, he's on uh... the Suns. What? Yeah, he's in. He's in the playoffs. Has like hardly played a minute. If I don't know if he has played a minute in the playoffs yet. But you know like... how I knew that? <laughs> no. There's on Twitter. I follow stuff on Twitter, and uh, he had a, a fire pregame outfit. He was wearing a Suns jersey, so obviously he's on the Suns. See, so so this is how this is how Josh would have known it, and that, that's what I love about these this questions is. It's, you sometimes just know what players a team a person's on just from like the most random facts. Um, Should have gave me yeah, that Josh, one. I knew that one. 
<laughs> Trevor wins three to two. Um, I should have blown you out this week, Josh. You're, I, I should have had those. Oh, two what a movies. sore winner! What a sore winner! I'm always elegant and kind to you, and I should have blown you out, Josh. Remember, the winner's circle is all yours. You, you take it away. I, I don't feel like this is a true win because I didn't get semi-pro. I'm still annoyed about that. The longest yard, I'm annoyed about that too, but a little less just because, like, I've, I've only seen, like, parts of the Adam Sandler one. I really like the original uh, Burt Reynolds one, I believe. It's Burt Reynolds, right? I think it's Burt Reynolds. It's both, yeah. Well, yeah, but he's, like, the he's main guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, the original Longest Yard is a great movie. Um, but, yeah, Adam Sandler one's funny, again. I'm not as annoyed about that one just because I have a little different experience. Josh, you are always a tough competitor. <laughs> Real close game this week. Uh, and I'm looking forward to taking you on again next week. Josh, well, I'll take you on, buddy. You should have an interesting press conference after the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks everyone for listening and coming out to the 40th episode of Big Slumpin'. Pretty cool we just hit 40. I don't know, I feel like a nice little milestone there. Yeah, that is, that's cool, I like that. The big so we'll four see if we're zero. Record next week. It is a uh, Fourth oh. July weekend, so I don't know if we are or not. Yeah. Um, we'll see. If we do, we, we will post and we'll we'll produce and everything. But yeah, again, thanks for listening. Subscribe. Follow us on Twitch if you want to see the videos we're doing, as well as Josh going through some of the jerseys today. But yeah, thanks everyone for being here. See you later. See you guys. Bye. -bye.